Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I was like flying, almost like flying through time, but I, I'm not going to say it was because it was, it was kind of like just I was flying, but the ground under me was just fading into different kind of terrain. I heard if you have cheese before you go to bed, it gives you nightmares. <laughs> That's rubbish. Sorry. Bollocks. And my hands weren't my hands, they were bunches of bananas. Welcome to the Weird Tales and the Unexplainable with me, Adam Tiss. And as always, co-hosting... This is Bob Shoy. Beef. And we've got Karim with us as well, but he's just gone to get some food. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to put that in. This is host. You can you can cut it out. Yeah, I know. It's no, real no. though. We're real. This real the real real deal. Okay. Oh, well, are we gonna? I thought you was gonna wait till Karim got here and then actually introduce him um, like a normal guest. Would you like to? Yeah, just I'll introduce him and you can cut it in. Okay, right. Maybe. When he gets here, well, why don't we wait till he gets here and then we can introduce him? So anyway, what what are you what are you doing? What are we saying about? Today's episode, I don't know if we mentioned it before, was Dreams. Right. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was, you told me. You knew. I'm talking about the, the listeners. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned it. Uh, we might have. Um, so, we always start, what do you guys know about Dreams? Are we just ro- roaring straight into the episode? Yeah, unless you go guys go. have got something just to... just cracking straight into it. Go go I've got go. nothing else to say. You must have something Thanks else to checking. say. Thanks for checking with us. I've literally been waiting all day to say this, and I've got nothing else to say now. Brilliant! So, I'm really glad you prepared. No, so you, what? What are you guys going to say? Right, so now it's down to me and you, Bob, to talk for the next hour. No, I've got the episode sorted. <laughs> but any other stuff? Shout out to Sean, Sean Torrance. Oh yeah, we promised him a shout out. Followed us on Twitter. Spoke to us on email. Uh, got a story for us as well, which we use on a future show. Ooh, lovely. And uh, that's it. Wait, hang on a sec. What's going on? Here we go. <laughs> Hi. Hey, man. Hello. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, now you can do your proper introductions, Tess. Sweet. Sweet. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, nice to meet you, man. Uh, it's all good. Can, can I just... Uh, yeah, we're recording we now. Ki- we kind of started, but... The reason it might sound a little bit different today is that um, we're recording live from Wolverton. Crawford. Crawford Arms, yeah. Crawford, Crawford. And um, so there might be a little bit of like traffic noise or ambience. Yeah. But um, that'll add to the show. That'll add to your listening experience. That will add. Um, and you already said that it's dreams is the topic. Dreams is the topic, yeah. 
Yeah. What have you guys got to say before the show starts? Well, hang on a sec. We we have a fourth um, host today. Yeah, we've got so a fourth host. Yeah. yeah, this yeah. is this is Karim. Karim, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, hello. Uh, well, you've just done it. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, that's it. You can sit <laughs> back yeah. now. Hey, Karim, what's your name? <laughs> My name's Karim. <laughs> is that that's his introduction? That, that's that's, that's what the introduction. Yeah, yeah. He will introduce himself through the show. Right. Okay. okay. All right. You he's our dreams expert. That's... Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is shoddy today. This is, this is so really, really shoddy. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? <laughs> this is our dreams expert, Karim. Right, it's an expert. Okay, it's Just our really dreamer. So you said, what do we know about dreams? Yeah, what do you guys know about dreams? Um, we have them when we sleep. Yeah, that's it. That's um, the that's the base of your knowledge. Sometimes they're not good, and they're called nightmares. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Well, probably do know more. Like, how technical do you want me to get? Like, I was just there's there's um different um there's embarrassing ones where you piss your pants. Yeah, there's ones where you walk around in the nerd. Right. Um, <laughs> this is not what he was expecting. <laughs> well, there's different. Well, you talking about sleep in general? Where there's different states of sleeping. Some of it's dream and no, know. not sleep, just dreams. Right. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I know that. So I've had a couple of experiences before where my dreams have been far more real than real life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, biblically speaking, God spoke to people through dreams, and mm. I've had experiences of that as well. Cool. I feel like you've got a way better explanation of dreams than me. Well, it's not an explanation for it. It's well, just you know, my examples. experience is different. Everyone's experience is mm-hmm. different. So do people communicate through dreams? I think so. Oh, Tiss has got his, I don't uh, know. his own ideas. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, okay. Have you actually done research? I've done loads of research. Right, okay. Tiss never plans anything when he hosts an episode. Yeah. Luckily for you, because I knew what the topic was beforehand, I've actually written down some talking points of my own. Sweet. Well, I've written down loads. Yeah. Two pages. Right. Good for you. Cool. So, Karim, do you want to take it from here? Do you want to, okay. do you want to tell us about dreams? Let's see where... Let's start. Just dreams in general, well, this is. Dreams, well, there's a lot of uh, theories on what a dream is. And I think the one that I kind of like to subscribe to is um, it's a way of your brain making uh, future experiences for yourself so you can get the uh, the emotional consequence of it. So if it does happen in real life, then you'll be better, better suited to whatever uh, the situation is. And so it's like a forward planning yeah, thing for your, your brain, but giving you a little bit. That's of just planning. a theory because obviously we we all have like crazy ass dreams of like dragons and yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. and that's never going to happen in real life. So, that's but, just... then, but then you got representations, haven't you? That yeah. dragon could be like your exactly, um, yeah. hard ass mm. boss or your missus, right, boys? The old dragon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, like um, <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Right, so it was about three years ago, I got really into lucid dream and started like, actually practicing it. Mm-hmm. And there were loads of different techniques, but for me, what I found uh, the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for, the most effective techniques were to keep, a dr- there's four, four different techniques, uh, keep a dream journal. So every time you wake up, and as soon as you wake up, you write down whatever oh, you can remember. I tried doing that for a while. Because like because again. you feel like yeah every time you wake up you can remember it straight away but throughout yeah. the day it just fades and you don't 
You know what actually made me stop doing it? I started having some really crude dreams. <laughs> no, 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 we'll keep it Do you in. know what I mean? I started having some crass dreams and I felt guilty whenever I wrote them down. I'm like, I'm going to stop this because it's just making me feel bad. Also, if you have a <laughs> you have brackets. <laughs> <laughs> you got to leave that in. Okay, um, uh, where, okay, was, yeah, I? where so was I? Where was I? By the way, before we carry on, lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Just to make it clear, that is when you are fully in control of yourself. Fully in control of the dream, like uh, you, you, you're aware that you're in a dream. Yeah. Because I've had loads of like kind of half lucid dreams where it's just been a random scenario that I have no control over, but I have control over myself, like what I do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So a full lucid dream is when you know you're in a dream and you just control everything. Oh, which shit. Is, you build which is, the world. Which is awesome. You become fucking Juno. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, Inception, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the character's name, Juno. wasn't it? But, yeah, we'll get I just realised when you said We'll get to Inception in a bit because oh, okay, right. it actually it doesn't make sense in a way. But um, yeah, a dream journal, what, what a dream journal is good for, when you do it for like two months, you start to, you'll start to notice patterns mm. in your dreams. Mm. And when you notice a pattern and then it happens again, again in your dream, then you'll be like, oh... I recognise this, and oh, then, okay, yeah, then that's another way. It's down, it's in your head, your brain sort of yeah. recognising it. And that's that's one of the that's probably the most effective way. The, another one is to keep like Inception, uh, to keep like a, a totem as mm. they call it. So that could be an object or something, an action that you do frequently yeah. throughout, like in real life. Like well, I so have actually happens. That's that's an that's a real thing. thing. That's a real thing. Man, that's so. Cool. It was weird because for me, I had a an accidental totem because I I tried to keep a uh, I had this um this little figurine of a white cat right and I put it in my pocket and every now and then I just take it out look at it and then put it back in my pocket hoping it will happen in my dream yeah like because when it happens okay wait let me go on first so yeah I had this uh, little figurine of a cat that I had my kept in my pocket and I always look at it but. It turned out that I did something else more frequently. I uh, I always like uh, pull out my phone and just right. check Facebook and just put it back in there. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah. I do that like every day, and I probably even did that before I even started this whole like practicing lucid dreaming, and that just became my tone because when uh, when it happened in my dream, like because my phone is just uh, cracked, the screen's completely yeah, cracked, yeah. the mm. camera doesn't work, but when I pulled it out in my dream, it was completely fixed, and when ah, I turned it on, it had right. like really weird colors. So I was like, but and this happened twice. The first time, the first time I just like I didn't pay any attention to it. Yeah. But the second time it happened, I was like, wait a second, I've seen this before. And then, yeah, this so, is yeah. So when it appears in a dream, it's different to how it was yeah, in real life. Yeah, it's you, a bit you, skewed, you pick when that, up on it. Yeah, and yeah. it's really hard to kind of pick up on it because it's it's not like it's not really blatant. So it's like if you had a pocket watch, and that was your totem, and you always check your pocket watch. So the seconds hand ticked a little bit different in the yeah. dream. It'd be something or like that. It's like around. a slight different. Yeah, it ticked backwards or two steps forward and step back or something. That's crazy. That's really cool. It is really cool. And wow. uh, yeah, as soon as You're I, as soon as, yeah, I as soon as I noticed noticed that, I just yeah, every time, every time I noticed it in the dream, just started flying, and I could never just uh, like, I'd always want to fly, but I'd I'd always wake myself up. I could never like go on for like more than. 30 seconds mm. because I'd either get too high that I just scare myself awake mm. or I just it just kind of fades away just always kind of fades so once you um realize you're in a dream from like the totem or whatever then once you know you're in the dream you can like control yeah. the dream 
and then it's just like all very it short. is pow, pow, pow. it does take a lot a uh, lot of work because when you when you first get into it your dream just ends straight away because it's just it's just a new thing and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just wake yourself you up. Like, train yourself to like and and sometimes like it's even hard to <laughs> no, no, no. and sometimes it's it's even hard to um, control your dream even if you know you're in a dream even if yeah. you completely know you're dreaming it's still hard to just control it. There's still like things going around you yeah. that your brain's it's trying like, to make up. Because um, when when you're dreaming, you're not fully conscious. Conscious. Mm. So it's like trying to pull consciousness out of unconsciousness but trying to keep it unconscious yeah. at the same time and that's going to wake you up yeah i can see how that works it's really weird. hard uh, so how did you how did you get to start doing it start what starting yeah how did you uh yeah. well my dream's always been pretty crazy mm. and then i think and you just like... someone someone in school told me about lucid dreaming and i didn't know there was a word for it because it, it kind of happened to me you know some like half lucid dreams happened to me yeah. but i never thought like you know there's actually ways of practicing it so you can actually have it like every night mm. so yeah that's what got me interested into it um wouldn't it make like the days be so boring <laughs> oh you'd be waiting for like night again because like in the day I can just, that's like, actually around. that's actually how it, yeah. at night i can do whatever i want <laughs> yeah can i but, ask um, you um this is a pattern um a crude question go ahead oh, go on if you can control your dreams can you live out your wildest sexual fantasies with mm-hmm. your dream if you wanted? Done that loads of times. There you go. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Loads of times. Because everyone, after a while, once you've done the flying thing, you'll be thinking, it's what you, know you what? do. I've never it's what you do. That. It's like burning it's what happens. <laughs> this is this form of <laughs> I had to ask it. Every, <laughs> you know, everyone, everyone would every, do it. Yeah, everyone would everyone do it. listening is thinking, everyone would do it. Yeah. Everyone would do it. Someone, yeah. Okay, so. That'll be my last. I've asked three times before second. So, we're recording like 10 minutes. So, I'll where have we gone? <laughs> right. So, we've had Dream Journal, Totem. The next one is actually. Have you ever heard of sleep paralysis? Yes. We yeah. did a show about sleep paralysis. Yeah. Now, that stuff is pretty scary, but mm. another key, another way of getting into a lucid dream is to actually induce sleep paralysis. Oh, oh man. I don't want to know how to induce sleep paralysis. Because <laughs> no. after we did that episode, I spent so long at night trying to not trying, do it. Okay, don't have sleep paralysis like laying there awake trying not to it is very uncomfortable but you have to try and enjoy it you have to you have to really try and enjoy visiting the dentist I think probably I didn't have like I didn't see like ghosts or anything every every like thing that I saw was just annoying like Mm. I think this one this one time uh, I just yeah I was in sleep paralysis and I I could see like a silhouette of a butterfly it's a really big butterfly Mm. And it would just come to life, and it just landed on my own nose, and just like flapping its uh, wings, like mm. literally slapping my face, and I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I thought it was just like oh, a yeah. fan. <laughs> no, 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 just slapping my face. I couldn't do anything about it because I was just seeing all this shit. Uh, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, no, just... <laughs> yeah, we've done that. All right, I was just seeing all this shit, and I couldn't, I couldn't move my body, or anything. So I had to let it happen. But um, that's when it really kind of worked for me because then I was like, okay, this is happening. I know it's just a. Uh, like a, a a dream mm. so i imagined a cat to get rid of the butterfly and then, yeah that's that's what happened and then well, so you create your you create the environment around you yeah Even and it's weird you're in the dream like it's in, weird because like sometimes it actually feels like when you're in sleep paralysis the whole room is not even you know what your eyes actually see and it's still something your brain has made up mm, you just think exactly. the yeah. thing about sleep paralysis that scares me more about inducing it is when you're on sleep paralysis, obviously you're paralysed, you can't move, right? Mm-hmm. But your brain is there. Your brain's still See, there. See, I yeah. have restrictive claustrophobia. 
So if I'm held down, I'll panic. So the idea of that is scarier to me, like the idea that I'd not be able to Yeah, move. probably that one's probably not for everyone, no, but that's, that's what really kind of helped me as well. So you, it's not for me. So, okay, so you don't have, you, you can avoid inducing it, but if you yeah. do induce it, it enhances your experience. Yeah, it's, it just makes it more more vivid. It's, mm-hmm. just a, it's just a better way of kind of understanding your brain, really, because yeah. that's what most of it it's is, is like, just trying to understand yourself, really. Yeah, it's all like training this Yeah. This, dream brain we all want to know how you induce it don't we i know i don't want to know do you want it do you know it's, how... yeah it's it's pretty easy actually is, if 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 we know how to induce it is it possible for us to not induce it uh yeah in a way yeah. i guess it's no it's pretty it's pretty easy to do okay like right we're, we're warning you like, if you're trying this <laughs> home and don't like it we don't we love getting emails from you all the time but we don't want emails again, so no no warned you already okay so and what if you do we'll give you karim's email <laughs> Right, so what you do is you have to be tired. That's right. that's that's an important part. You have to be really happens, yeah. You have to be really tired. You have to be really tired and you have to just lay lay in bed and try stay awake for as long as possible. Right. So it's almost like meditation in a bit. But after like thirty minutes of doing this of like just kinda you feel yourself kinda uh, uh, almost falling asleep. Like, like being all drowsy, but you just have to try kind of keep awake, still close your eyes and everything, but just keep your mind awake. And then eventually your body will go into uh, a sleep state where you cannot move, mm. but you're still conscious uh, Conscious, and you can open your eyes and yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you just start that. to see. Oh, you know what? I feel like because I now know that I'm going to do it by accident. You're not going to do I'm it I'm going to be laying accident. there thinking I'm so tired. And I'm like, okay, don't stay awake. And then because of I'll be thinking that, I won't be able to get asleep. Yeah, yeah, but that's the difference between if you can't sleep. Like sometimes I go to bed and I'm really tired and I just can't sleep even though I'm trying. That This makes it sound as if you're doing the opposite. Like you're forcing yourself to stay awake rather than trying to go to yeah. sleep. So don't worry, mate, you'll be fine. I can <laughs> see you're really panicking. <laughs> that sounds awful. Just do what you've been doing for It is cool. Once you start years. enjoying yeah, I'm really it. bad at sleeping anyway. Oh, great. Once you start enjoying it, it does get kind of cool. So, have you what have you seen when you when you um uh when you go into sleep paralysis? I've seen well, I've seen that butterfly thing. I've seen me kind of get out my body, go out my room, and then come back in. But like I I only saw like my body for like a split second, and then it just kind of disappeared. And then my room just completely changed into something like i think it just changed into like a house or something like on a beach somewhere mm. and yeah i just walked out and it was just like a like a beach house so that's almost like so yeah like, like it's it a went line between yeah, like sleep it is really and yeah. then being in a lucid dream so mm. yeah it just kind of went from there to like i said like i still think lucid um when you get into sleep paralysis even though you see your own room i yeah. still think it's it's not actually your it's your brain yeah. like making it up but hmm. there must be a way to tell. Oh, you know what? Going back to the totem thing, do you remember um, on our sleep paralysis episode? Mm. Um, it must have been uh, when we spoke to Armand. Yeah. He said whenever he was under the sleep paralysis thing, he could never tell how long it was that he was under it because every time he tried to look at the, his clock, the display wasn't right. Mm. And that's like a totem thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. His, yeah, his, suppose, his room's yeah. exactly the same, but his clock is different. The reading is not like it would be in real life. 
which suggests what Karim's saying, like, he's in a dream, he's not actually paralysed on the bed, mm. he's dreaming, he just feels like he is. Mm. And alarm, his alarm clocks is tight. Mm. But yeah, I think what really separates it is just the whole not being able to move thing. That's what, yeah. I think that's what gets to people. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have to um, kind of practice sleep paralysis in order to have lucid dreams... It's a, it's a way of making making your dreams more vivid mm. because then you can when, once you become because you, uh, dreams like only you, you have like maybe five in a night and they're just blurry you don't really yeah. remember them because they're not you know they're not vivid to you they're probably just like might they're be all, some colors maybe you might see some people um, as well like sometimes you'll have a dream where it genuinely feels like a realistic thing, like the day passes and you do this and that or whatever. And sometimes it's just nonsense. Yeah. It's like I was eating spaghetti with a T-Rex and then a cowboy yeah. dove in and we yeah, shot um, saw the moon and it fell down. It's just nonsense. It's, yeah, it's just a way of making it more uh, vivid so you can remember things in detail mm. to put in your dream journal to notice a pattern. And yet the, the next point is just about making... Uh, making your dreams more vivid and it's setting an alarm to wake up just to go back to sleep right so i think the max i've done this in one night was four times mm. and i think i must have set like seven alarms i tried i tried to go crazy with it but four times the, the max i could go to because when i went back to sleep because do you know when you wake up and you go back to sleep you're more tired yeah, yeah you yeah. become more tired and I did this, yeah, four times in one in one night, and I just I didn't even hear my other alarms. Mm. I just I was just completely out, and yeah. So you have to, so that's the the next key one, the next key point. Would you try that, Thief? What trying to setting the alarms, keep doing it? Because I think I, after the second one, I'll be like, I'm not fucking working. <laughs> I'd have to do it on like a Friday night or something. Mm. Not yeah, really yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> just, yeah, you know, you don't, you don't want to do it. Night. You don't want to do it after Sunday night. No, you don't mm. want to do it if you got something important the next day because you will feel very tired. Mm. But um, that's yeah, that's the last key point, making it more vivid. Because when you wake up and, and go back to sleep, your dreams become just a tiny bit more, you know, more more real. Mm. When I did this, uh, f the f like four times in one night. I still remember this dream to this day. It was it was even a lucid dream. The thing, it was just so like vivid and detailed. I can remember it like almost everything. So I was like, um, "You ever played Paul?" Yeah. So I was in this massive empty dome. There was uh, three of us, and we were getting trained by this by this guy. I can't remember who they were, but we all had portal guns, and we were. In my head, I knew that there was a prophecy that foretold of a uh, this black dragon that would come and destroy our village right. and, <laughs> and we need to train with these portal guns in order you know to save the village when the uh, dragon comes right so we were there just, this instructor was just showing us how to do portals and stuff it was pretty cool for like this went on for like uh th three minutes well i think three minutes yeah. and out of nowhere this dragon just uh bust through the dome and started killing like uh the other guys that were with me and my trainer said, um, you need to go back in time to get the first person who stopped the dragon. And he opened up a portal, sent me back to like ancient Rome. And I was at the Colosseum. And awesome. in the middle of the Colosseum, there was this, uh, this kind of very kind of toned, uh, kind of toned guy with like wings, like right. angel wings. And obviously it was, it was the guy I was looking for. So I went to him, I, I need, we need your help. We need you to come to our time. The, the dragons come back. We need, we need you to save us again. 
And um, yeah, so he opened up. He's uh, like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, all right, I got this. So yeah, he um, so then he opened up a portal to go back into my time, but I didn't see him do it. But for some reason, I knew he closed the portal behind him, so I couldn't get back to my time, and so I was stuck there. And uh, I had I had a phone call from my instructor telling me you need to get back here quick. Time, time. Yeah, shit's going down. Like calling me free time. And when he talked, when he uh, when he hung up, I then grew wings as well, just like the uh, the guy. And I started flying, and yeah, I just flew real high. And then I was like flying, almost like flying through time. But I, I'm not gonna say it was because it was it was kind of like just. I was flying, but the ground under me was just fading into different kind of terrain. Right. So it was like uh, desert, I think water, and then the last one was like just I just saw those like shipwrecks, yeah, yeah. like those like cargo ships just just uh, like sinking and stuff. Over, like, the world map of the yeah, game, like and, the then, and then and <laughs> then, but that's and that's where it kind of faded out. I was just kind of just flying. Really, it was it really it was kind of beautiful. Yeah. Just yeah, it was just flying for what it felt like probably like 15 10 minutes it was really nice yeah and it just kind of re- faded away gradually and that's yeah but yeah i'm never gonna forget that dream that's probably the most intense thing i've ever experienced from it that's awesome. like i said that wasn't even a lucid dream that was just because you know i needed to make it more vivid yeah yeah, yeah. when you're doing the training mm-hmm. uh, and like building up to the the more like vivid dreams yeah and see, the um, f- the phone thing still happened. I still had to pull out my phone yeah, yeah. in that dream, but I didn't notice it then. It was, there was so much stuff yeah. going on. Even if you do that and you don't get to the state of like lucid dreams, mm-hmm. just your normal dreams in general, you're saying, just makes them better. It's like you're living yeah. in and, a I mean, I haven't, film. I haven't done, like, I don't even have a dream journal anymore. It's been like three years, and every dream that I have nowadays, it's just just crazy. And I remember all of them as well. Really? Like, yeah. all the time. That's still. amazing. It's really do you, cool. Do you remember your dream every night? Uh, if I dream, so yeah. So it's like you're having two lives. If I don't, if I don't smoke any weed, <laughs> <laughs> then then I'll then I then I then, then I'll dream. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So when it's you... like he's got two lives. It's like <laughs> his life is twice as long as everyone else's. <laughs> so say you go to sleep tonight, and you let's just talk us through. So you you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um. Like what? Typically, what happens when you then if I'm like wake up in your dream? It depends how tired I am because sometimes I'm like a bit tired and I just want to kind of go to sleep because I'm you know just want to go to sleep and then I won't really take it from it. But if I like uh, sometimes I'll go to sleep and if I stay up for a long time I get really tired Mm. and I'll I'll just be like oh I'm really tired right now I'm gonna try do a bit of sleep paralysis and just I'll just try and do a bit of that and then. Yeah, just go from there, and then. When you wake up after you've had a night, um, I was gonna say a night on the town. <laughs> dream town. A night, yeah, a night on the dream town. Um, do you feel like refreshed and revitalized when you wake up, or do you feel like still knackered? Like, um, see, when I wake up, I just feel like, ah, oh, that was a really cool dream. I want to go back to sleep and have another one. Yeah. And sometimes mm. I do that, but most of the times I just wake up. But it's mostly. I mean, mostly nowadays I have just, like I said earlier, half lucid dreams. Like mm. I can do what I want, but in the scenario that my brain's made up for me. So it's yeah. never... Have you ever had where it's been a horrible scenario? A horrible scenario. Yeah. I've had one when I was in like a war field. Yeah. But and there was like loads of mines going off everywhere. Wow. That but, sounds awful. But for some reason, 
yeah, it was like another half lucid one, and I was just like, well, fuck this, I'm flying now. <laughs> I'm getting out of it. Right. Yeah. So, no, I've not, it, it's been a while since I've had like a really bad dream, like a nightmare. Yeah. It's, no, I, I can't even remember the last time I've had a nightmare, actually. So, when you have a lucid dream, do, do you, is it like different? Um, so, obviously, you, like, normally when I dream, mm-hmm. you enter your dream like halfway through the dream. Or yeah. Or you, you get into it, like, you don't. Yeah, you no, it's like, always like that. It's always like that. So you always, and you always just, you're in whatever environment yeah. your brain happens to give you. Say, so for example, like your brain is feeling really boring. Yeah. And it gives you outside the Crawford. Do you <laughs> just like, do you then like, be like, oh, okay. I've had And that. then do you just like start like, I don't yeah, know, get yourself um, a Ferrari and go for a drive or something? I've had that. I've started, uh, how long ago was this? I think this was like a year ago. Like, uh, after I started living here, um, yeah, I just, for some reason, I was outside the Crawford, literally the road just outside. Mm, right. Uh, it, like, kind of turned into, like, a tunnel, like like a time tunnel almost, right. and I'll, I'll, like, go through it and come out, and then it'll be, the, uh, then I'll see the Crawford that was 20 years ago. Well, what my brain oh, thinks right. was 20 years ago, and I'll go through another tunnel, and it'll be a Crawford another 20 years back, and... Yeah, it was just I was just playing with this this tunnel, just going out and then just so, meeting different people. So when you um, so to have a lucid dream, you have to do the technique you gave us, where you have to like force yourself to stay awake. Yeah, that's that. Is that what you do? I wouldn't say that's essential, time? but that's a good way of making it more intense. Right. I mean, I, I'd say probably the most important ones are dream journal and the totem, and probably the alarm one as well. Yeah, but so, that's only if you want to you know make it more intense. But I would I'd, be interested if anyone listening um, gives any of this a go based on like um, all the, the steps should. that Karim's given you and if and what experiences you have. Like You know the email, unexplainableuk at mail.com. You send us any of these stories, it'd be great to like hear from anyone who tries it out for themselves. And uh, one last thing. I also, I think I've had, I've had it three times when I've gone into... A dream within a dream. I don't want to call oh, it. You know, I was actually going to yeah. ask you that. Yeah. Like, have you ever tried to go to sleep when you're already reading a dream? I think I've had it twice, but I wouldn't say it's a dream within a dream because I still think it's still just one dream. Yeah. Just, mm. But um, yeah, I've had one where it was on the at the Crawford again. I was just at the bar and I was just chatting with people, and then I went upstairs to go to sleep. Mm. And then when I went to sleep, still dreaming, I woke up at my old house. And walked down to the Crawford and just did the same thing again, and then, <laughs> and then yeah. So and then I was just like drinking and talking to people, and then that started to fade away, and I felt like yeah, it just felt like I was waking up, but then I woke back up at the Crawford, still dreaming, mm. and it was really weird because I couldn't like because it was if it, it felt really real like and yeah. it, it was re- the picture was just so so sharp as well and then when i woke up like here again like in real life i was like okay that was that one was a really weird one yeah because i actually couldn't tell if mm. i was dreaming yeah, or not because yeah, it was like so testing yourself yeah. even more so literally the only difference between a lucid dream and a standard dream is that you can't control a standard dream yeah well, a standard dream is just your head and from, you... from the sounds of it it's just not as vivid as well like because the training you do to bring yourself to a lucid yeah. dream the, do you remember you you saying like when you have a normal dream it's kind of very hazy and that when you when you wake up or when you're in it it's sort of quite blurry 
for all this training, your dreams just become much more like intense and cinematic and real. Yeah. Anyway, even when you yeah. can't control them. Sorry. So scientifically, what happens? Why? Why does what's going on inside your brain when you're controlling your dreams? Like this is kind of like a two-part question. So okay. what, how does how does that scientifically work? And two, um, how what's the science behind the training and how to do that? Like, do you know, or is it just? Um, I think. I don't think there's a set in stone kind of theory for it. Like, I don't think really, I don't think science has got it down really. But I think with these um, these um, training things, I think it's just uh, how would I put this? It's just it's just trying to dream more. It's just finding a pattern. You need to find a pattern that you do yourself. I wouldn't say there's much science behind it because it's kind of it's, it will be different for everyone. Like a dream journal probably won't even work for you. You mm. probably won't even notice a pattern. Right, a, a totem will, won't even probably work for you. It's just, it's just you need. There are so many different uh, ways of doing it. You just need to find one that's you know with, that works for you. How long found, did it take you of these training techniques where you were like kind of starting? It really getting into. I'd say about three months. About three months. About yeah. three months. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, not, not as I thought. Actually. No, no, not long. But I kind of had a lot of free time, so yeah. <laughs> it sounds quite scary to me. It sounds like something like oh, I definitely would love to try that. If I you, had some time and I really just... You definitely learn a it. lot about yourself. But I think, I don't know, like it's weird because the idea is you are, you're becoming more in control. But to me, part of it feels like kind of out of control. And yeah. It feels kind of scary to me. In I do... the same way if you take like kind of weird drugs, um, you try, it makes you feel obviously, it makes you feel weird. Um, I don't know, if doing too many drugs, the, the, the idea of that scares me as well. So the same in the same principle, like the idea of this kind of scares me a little bit, but at the same time, I'd love to try it. Yeah, I I don't know. I think um, the inducing sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah, I can skip that. You said I can skip that. It's all right. I can skip yeah. that. Right? Yeah, but if I was no, you have it, to do that. You have to. If no, I was no, you can skip it. it. I'd want it to be really vivid. I'd want it to be like a hundred percent. See that? Yeah, because I I know what you're saying. It is kind of scary. Like with that dream within a dream thing, it was. It just seemed so real to me that when I came out, I was just, just kind of almost questioning if, you know, this real life is still real, but, you know. The sex dreams thing sounds, yeah. <laughs> sounds quite interesting. Sounds yeah. quite fun. Well, so you just got this idea where every night... I'll be, be honest, that's the, thing, like... that's the thing that kind of tempts me to do it more. And, you, and you, just, you just want to... You, wait, you'd be like, right, this girl that I saw in the pub no, a few not, years no, ago, no, I'm going to no, go no, find no. her and... Well, would she not just like come around your house? Not or... necessarily the girl, just like fantasies. Recreating the experience of sex in my brain sounds like an interesting experiment. I think that's what I mean more than anything. More than like, oh, that girl I saw in Sainsbury's earlier. I'm gonna try and bang her. In my dream. <laughs> I, I don't mean that. I mean like having that stimulation, but just within my head, trying to recreate uh, mm. a very specific experience sounds like an interesting experiment to me. So no, Mr. Crass. <laughs> hey, why am I Crass? Um, I just wanted to know what Tiss thought about this, because he is still here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, left, I left it Thanks, to you guys really helpful. Uh, to batter it out, mostly. But it's really interesting. I'm going to try the Lucid Dream stuff. Are you? I'm going to try it. Have you started any of it at all yet? No, no. I only listened to it on the pod now. Much like the listeners will be in uh, a few weeks' time. Oh, right. So you and Screw haven't spoken about this? Uh, we have, but not about... Not I don't know. Yeah, I just haven't been convinced about it. There are some pretty good um, like phone apps that um, 
help with help with that. I tried some of them, but I found I found it kind of a bit gimmicky. But it, I was it did. Say, like, <laughs> that's okay, it's a strange gimmick. It's, for a it's just now. like um, it's just sound effects like that your phone will like uh, play randomly throughout the night. Mm. That that wouldn't. Um, like I said, like a tone could be a sound as well. Oh, okay, okay right. right. So just creating tones yeah. for you, sort of thing. Have you got anything else to say about Inception? About Inception, <laughs> it does it does make sense to an extent, and it's so a good made, film. You mentioned it earlier, so I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on it. Uh, what as as a film? Uh, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, I just liked the it. film review. <laughs> film, let's turn well, it we to a film. Have, we always no, recommend no, no. a film. So <laughs> no, not a review. You said, but you said earlier that. You, um, oh, well, I thought you said you were going to come on to Inception. Yeah, yeah, well, like, like yeah, with the totem. Oh, okay, yeah. right, sorry. Because they, yeah, because they, yeah, they do. Um, yeah, but that's actually another thing. It doesn't. Um, with Inception, they said um, that you have to keep it personal to yourself. Mm. Like you shouldn't, you know, give it, give your totem to anyone else because you know you could dream them having it, yeah, and it will yeah. be harder to tell if you actually in a dream. But that's just a cinematic. thing. But I think that's just a cinematic yeah. thing because um, I've I've dreamt loads of people having you know my phone yeah. like touching my phone and that just that seems like a cinematic thing anyway like yeah bringing yeah, yeah, emotional course, aspect yeah. into it yeah to latch on to but yeah. then again it could that could be the case for you like mm. it may be you know given some of your totem will completely just throw off your i'm gonna do it i'm gonna make the inception film my totem so if i try and watch inception in my dream see you could you could weird okay you could already <laughs> have a totem tom hanks you could like already have a totem. You just need to whatever you do yeah. in your real in real life frequently. Something you do a lot of times. What do you just... think your totem would be? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I do. I, I... Can it be something embarrassing? It could be. Like if you're always like scratching your ass or something. <laughs> like really intently. Your ass couldn't be a totem. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the actors. Say if you always instinctively like scratching your ass when you're talking. To what and you scratch it and it's like furry. Yeah, no, yeah. You just yeah, can't get the you just can't get the itch in you your got dream. A tail or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I uh oh. maybe my my totem would be that my beard would be made of like beard. candy floss or something. Yeah. Like it would turn into candy floss. Do you do that a like, lot oh. to scratch your beard? Kind of. I often I like it. Yeah, yeah, especially when it's this length, I like I like yeah, that could be a, a little that like could be you might not even notice how right. often you do it. It might yeah. be like your dream it might be a bit too or it could be massive, it could be like a big bushy beard. Big bushy beard. Great big bushy beard. Could be. <laughs> what would your totem be? Tis. What would my totem be? It would be. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, you sound like you're really just going to dive in something then. Meg Shampa. You could make it, make it your totem. Good sense. Uh, could the no. smell be a totem? Yeah. Okay. I'd say. Yeah, fuck knows. My keys. Yeah. I carry them everywhere with me. Yeah, but your keys are always with you. So what would what would be the to- what would be the thing that's different in your dream? That they open someone else's house? No, they could be like a squid. <laughs> oh, I probably should have said this. <laughs> probably should have said this. <laughs> you got no don't, reaction don't to the squid. <laughs> probably should have said, it doesn't need to be just one. It doesn't need to be just one totem. It can be, you know. Many. It's probably even better to do as many oh, different so things as you can. Have, as you like, can. sex totems for when you have your sex dreams and you can... Exactly. Have... <laughs> yeah. We're going back to that again. For, different totems for different kind of dreams, yeah. Well, I accidentally Why not? Made... Remind me about bananas later, I'll talk okay. about it. Well, on on the pod or... Yeah, because you know about this okay. in terms of dreams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do know this, yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, we'll come back to that. <laughs> nice. That's really interesting. So do you think you're going to give it a go, Dave? I think if you don't want to get into like all the other stuff, like the sleep paralysis or the alarm stuff, I still think maybe a dream journal is I'm a sort of good thing. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do the sleep paralysis. So just explain, so 
the dream journal is literally keep a notebook by your bed mm-hmm. and go and just go to sleep. Yeah, like because even I, I've done that and I've never. I haven't. So I'll go for like months having dreams every night, and then I'll have. I like I can't remember the last dream I had. So how would I guarantee that I would? If you can remember the tiniest detail, even just think really hard about it. You haven't even got to give yourself and, like, time to think about it. Yeah, like, you have to you, do it as soon as you wake up. Yeah, yeah, no, but what... uh, even if you wake up like during the night, if you just just kind of. If I wake up and think, oh, I didn't have any dreams last night. Do you, are you saying that chances are I have? I just can't think. I couldn't remember it. Mm, well, you could you, you could probably not have had a dream. Or you probably haven't been asleep enough to have a dream, maybe. I'm going to try and find my dream journal. It was It's exactly the same as this notebook, but an older one. And I'm going to see what's in that from when I tried to do it a couple of years ago. Just loads of sex, by the sounds of things. Well, no, what happened was I had one... Well, let me just clarify, I had a few dreams, and then I had one dream which was a bit dirty. And it made me stop wanting to see the dream journal, because I felt rude. I felt like I shouldn't be writing this. I was like, if someone finds this book... They'll think I'm a fucking pervert. <laughs> you are. What, having one sex dream? Yeah, yeah, like, I, I went fine. into real detail in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, erotic Aww. literature in the morning. For <laughs> 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 oh, fuck's sake. And we'll be on the, on, the, uh, on the blog, we'll have uh, Bob's... Bob's entry of that day up on the blog, right? Yeah, Photocopied. I might, I might try and find that rude one. If I can find it, I might put it. Well, if it's it, not too embarrassing, it if it's not too embarrassing, I'll put it on the blog. No, really? yeah, go on. Maybe. Was it um, really? Yeah, maybe. Was it a girl we know? Um, you know who? Well, you know, sometimes when you dream of someone in a dream, it's that person, but they're not exactly how they are in real life. Yeah. The person who was. Can I guess who it is? You can. I don't think you'll get it. Is it the girl from who had? It really is. <laughs> boom! Fucking boom, mate! I knew it would be. Why? I don't I've know. never had any like sexual. Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah. yeah. The edit job on this episode. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Well, I was gonna say yes. Um, seeing people in your dreams, um, it's always gonna be someone you've seen in real life. Your mm. brain cannot like uh, make a new face. It can't construct a new right, like three D face. Mm. So like, if you ever like had a dream about a really pretty girl, that's like the girl of your dreams, mm. then you, chances are you probably would have seen her on the street, like walked pa- walk yeah, past her mm, or something. That makes a lot of or sense. probably not. You probably not even noticed. It's probably you're just your subconscious is just because it's really in your dreams. You always like oh, and you were there. Yeah, and like, and it'd be like some like. You're yeah, 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 like someone you haven't seen for years who used to go to school, and he was there. I don't know why he was there. It's because it's just. But it's it quite a nice thing to know that, like, you know, if you've met, if you've kind of seen someone in your dream, that's kind of been nice, but you just don't know who they are. Yeah, they do exist. Despite what I said earlier about me putting it on the blog, I guarantee when I read it again, I'll be like, I'm not fucking putting. Yeah, I know blog. you ain't. <laughs> I don't blame you. you Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, Fifty Shades because of Grey. Because the thing is, you can't control what you dream. So it doesn't matter, like, what I dreamt. You guys could read it and be like, you're a fucking pig. <laughs> I wasn't in control of it. I think it was quite crap. And that's the other thing. Dreams are... Dreams happened once. Yeah. You, can, you can't construct a new scenario. Right. Off the sex now, guys. But yeah, I'll stick with it. I, w- I won't do it when I'm in Japan, obviously. It'll ruin my holiday. <laughs> when I get back in Feb, I'll be on it. <laughs> it'll ruin the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> All those sexual dreams. Fuck, this is ruining the holiday. <laughs> This is ruining the romantic vibe I've got going with Becca. No part of me wants kids, but I've had dreams where I've had a baby, 
And when I've had the baby, I felt really like paternal and um, I really felt like it was my kid and it really felt real. And I felt like that feeling of like fatherhood and having a baby. And when I woke up, I was like, wow, that was a weird experience that I've never thought about having before. Mm. It didn't make me want kids. and I, No part of me wants kids. I don't know if I will in the future, but at the moment, it's I've like had a that different before. experience. I guess so. I've had that exact one. Have you? I've had a kid, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, I only had it like last year, it was so real. I've had it and a bunch it really of times. felt like, wow, I can imagine having a kid now, I yeah. really would want it. Yeah, yeah. I woke up like, like, oh, and then like a day later, I was like, oh, fuck. Do you remember you said why you looked... woke up in tears when it happened to you? Yeah, I had a couple of where it's re- so real, I woke up wow. like, um, yeah, like joyful, I guess. Did you like... wake Rachel up crying and she was like, oh, for fuck's sake. No, she was already waking up and she was like, laughing at oh. you. No, she was like, why are you crying? <laughs> but she wasn't crying, it was, you know, when you, um, well, you know when you laugh so hard you cry. Yeah, like yeah. it was that kind of those kind. It was like two tears. I yeah. wasn't bawling my eyes out. I just woke up <laughs> and I guess I must have been happy in my dream. And well, those dreams are actually like really good for you. Like the ones, even like the really sad ones that mm. kind of maybe your like your relatives died and it's just made you really sad and you've woke yeah. up crying. Those those I are had really. My jibs died this year and it was so real yeah. and we were all like at the funeral. It was so real and weird. Those those kind of dreams are really good for you, like getting those kind of emotions out. Yeah, because it's, it's, especially cause we, you wake up kind of you wake up feeling sad, but mm. you just cried, so you wake up kind of feeling okay. Yeah, you wake and I up almost crying, felt yeah. like thankful. I was like, oh, he's still alive. Exactly. Yeah, and it made me you maybe like appreciate my friendship more because I was like, he's not dead. Yeah, it's a nice thing. Um, yeah, it's really weird to have such a strong emotional feeling that isn't one you would have on a day to day. But yeah, basis, like I said, that's yeah. just another way of kind of. Mm. What's the word? Full proofing, like proofing you for it. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like getting ready for it. Yeah. yeah. Wow, dreams are quite interesting, aren't they? They're yeah, amazing. Cool. That's kind of like bad trips. Though. Bad trips are a good thing because yeah, they yeah. take you through those. Yeah, I get well. what you mean now. Yeah. I really wish I could have one every night. If you are dreaming every night, it is pretty much like taking a drug. Yeah. Because it is, it is a drug. That's it's DMT that's released in your brain. Yeah, that's so. what that guy was saying on the psychedelic phone. Yeah. Which yeah. we haven't. I have still haven't edited. <laughs> Probably won't be up till February now. <laughs> but yeah, almost every living thing like produces it naturally, and yeah. that's um, that's what happens in, a, so, in our brains. I don't know if any of you guys know this, but what is why do you have nightmares? What what causes nightmares? I don't have a clue. I, I, I don't know. I guess it's it's probably like anything, isn't it? It's really? your it's an it's, it's, it's just like a dream, but it's got negative. Well, surely yeah. throughout the day, you your brain go th- you like. You think of scenarios. I don't know. You know when you like you daydream mm-hmm. and you think of stuff, and every now and then you like think of something like, "Whoa!" I, I don't know whether it's like that's your head just playing through stuff. I don't know. So that yeah. eventually, you're, you know, you're not always going to have a good dream. You're going to have that is um, another theory of dreaming. It's because uh, a lot of dreams are it's like your do... head organizing stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's exactly it. It's, All right. Uh, a lot of it is. Um, a lot of dreams are to do with stuff that you've experienced during the day, mm. and yeah, like when you're when you're like tired, you can't, you literally cannot think, you can't do any critical thinking or anything. So you need to go to sleep, have this dream, have your brain like you know just rearrange everything, make sense of these things, and then you wake up feeling fine. So yeah, it's just another that's another theory of it, just your brain organizing all your thoughts that you've had throughout the day. I heard if you have cheese before you go to bed, it gives you nightmares. <laughs> That's rubbish. That's bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I just wanted everyone to say it was bollocks. <laughs> but I'd say nightmares, I'd still call them a dream. I wouldn't... Yeah. I wouldn't, I'd, I'd still say, like, having a nightmare is 
a good a good thing to it have. just seems like yeah. such it's nowhere near as common as dreams yeah yeah oh i guess what you think i mean i guess a nightmare could be uh i mean like a really typical i don't know getting chased by a massive scary monster or something that's a mm. uh, you know a typical nightmare but i guess a, a nightmare could also be like having a, a relative a close friend or relative mm. die that's you could you I had say a really a weird nightmare. I was just going back to my bananas thing. <laughs> right? This is real. I told it to Beef the other day. I said, I don't, if we're doing dreams, I don't just want us all sitting there so weird. reciting our dreams for an episode because that would be kind of boring for people to listen to. But I did have this really weird dream where my hands, like I'm wearing a jumper and my hands weren't my hands. They were bunches of bananas. <laughs> right? And it, I was so, I got sort of chased out of the town because I was a freak. So right. these banana hands. And I ended up living in like a treehouse, like a hut above Louis' trees, like scared to come down because I was a freak. But then I was getting hungry. And then I remember like, I was sitting there in the treehouse, like crying and peeling <laughs> my fingers and having to eat my own like banana fingers. What? That is a weird one. It's fucked up, right? That is a weird one. And I had that years ago. And it's I remember it all the time. Wow. That's Damn. maybe the weirdest nightmare I've had. Is it? Have you only had that once? Only once, but only it was once. so powerful. It like stuck with me forever. That is a weird one. <laughs> have you ever had any like reoccurring dreams? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Um, I don't know if I do really get. That. I had a I had a recurring dream years ago. It was probably only for about a month or so that I had it. Right. But it was pretty much every other night. Ah. Um. And uh, just to give you some context as to when it was, uh, it was just after Tiss. You might know. And I don't know if you like football, but. Uh, when England beat Germany 5-1. Okay. And uh, Emily Heskey was still playing for England. Oh, God. Um, so it must have been like 2000, 2001, so probably 15 years ago. And I was watching that game with my granddad, my grandparents. It was kind of like cross with a nightmare. And when I talk when I talk you through it, it sounds like a nightmare, but it, I wasn't scared in the dream. Right. So um, we got to like the third goal. And the first time I had the dream... I saw all these like little. They were like gremlins, as in from the film, right? Uh, but they were like coming out of everywhere, like out of the ceiling, the floor, out of little like um, corners, out the sofa. They would like start eating my grandparents. It was like really graphic, really horrible. But I remember just being like, "All oh, right," and then getting up, and and this is why it was, it it kind of like then became a lucid dream because um, the first time I had the dream. I just like just ran. I just did like you know I have no control over. It. I just ran and ended up running up the stairs, uh, and then like jumping out of an upstairs window. And then as soon as I hit the floor, I woke up. And then I so I had that dream and that exactly the same for about three nights. And then I, on the fourth night, I knew it was all going to happen. So like the third goal went in, and I was like, oh, they're going to start coming out the ceiling now. <laughs> and then I just I, I was talking to myself and like, oh, okay. And there was one night, I was like, oh, maybe I should try running down here instead of up the stairs. And then I couldn't. I was like, oh, no, I must still have to go through this. So then I got to the upstairs window. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to jump jump through the window now. And jumped. And that was it. <laughs> Woke up. On the fifth one, it happened again all the same. except and, and I still couldn't run. I couldn't choose where to run. But I got to the top. And as I was opening the window, I was like, okay, if I can't control where I run, I could at least put a mattress like yeah. on the floor so that I can land on it and I'll be all right. Um, so I did. I was like, so there should be a double mattress right about there. And as soon as I said there, there was one. I was like, oh, cool. So I jumped out the window and then I realised that through that, um, I was on the floor, so I was vulnerable. So then as soon as I tried to get up, there was like gremlins everywhere and then they started eating me. 
So I was like, oh, that really backfired. Because <laughs> now I'm gonna, I'm still gonna die. But so it was like kind of like half lucid. So I was controlling parts of it. But then it was like my brain going, no, 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 no. You're still gonna die. It's a bit like a. Have you ever seen Source Code? Um, yeah, that's yeah. exactly no, what they've seen. Of, yeah. All oh, right. Is that is that basically Source Code? Great. Oh, okay. Is that it's like um. Yeah, he just relives the same thing over and over, but he tries to change. Oh, is that you can learn Jake a little Gyllenhaal. bit more? Yeah, yeah you can learn yeah. a little oh. bit more each time because he's oh, relived. Okay. So you can talk to that guy. Yeah, but this it's, time. it is cool that it was like scary stuff happening, but he was just like, "Oh, this is happening now." Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't. I guess because I was aware in my dream, I was dreaming. Yeah, like when you have a nightmare, yeah, you're not aware like, you're dreaming. Like a half lucid one. Yeah, yeah. You do what you want, but it's just your brain's. Yeah. So because I was like, when you're dreaming, you can't. You, you don't know you're dreaming, so you, you go through the motions and you get sad or upset or whatever. But because I was aware it was a dream, I was like, well, I know my grandparents aren't really dead. And I know that gremlins aren't real. That's, yeah, that's so pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had a, a a reoccurring dream, like, it mostly happened when I was, like, about, like, nine or ten. I think I've had, I think I've had it, like, at least probably, like, 30 times, I think. Wow. But it's weird because it only happened, mm. most of it, like, probably, yeah, most... 90% of it happened when I was like, yeah, about nine or nine or ten. And then I had it once again, like about five years ago, which was really weird. Like going from 10, like all the way, all the way to like 17. And mm. then just having this, mm. this dream that you had like seven years ago. It's just, it was kind of scary. It wasn't even a scary dream. It was just, um, it was a bit scary because it, it was, um, I was in a room and there was a, a drawer, like a cupboard. And I knew that there was a key in this in this drawer that I needed to get. And every time I'd open the drawer and I'm just about to get the key, a siren would just like sound in the background and then I'll just be mm. frozen and I'll be the end of the dream. So it was really short. Yeah. But it just happened like a lot of times. But it was just, yeah, it was just really weird how it happened more when I was younger and just out of nowhere just happened again when I was like 17. Mm. Which, yeah, I... That is weird that that's the so same dream yeah. starts to be like lingering around in there somewhere. And, I mean, yeah. you try and make sense of it, like, okay, maybe the key is maybe uh, this girl that I really like and I'm trying to find mm. the key to her house. So, try, mm. I'm trying to make up something. Yeah, trying to make a metaphor. But then, you know, then it happens again in 17. And I'm just like, okay, what, what, what am I doing now that I must have been doing when I was younger that's making me have this dream again? Mm. And I couldn't find any connection. It was just really weird. But it might have been because I was just thinking a lot about it because it's just happened a lot. Mm. But it was just, yeah, it's just a weird one that it's just... And I've never had it since. I've never had it since either. Mm. Even after doing all this so stuff. I don't yeah. think I've ever really had any recurring dreams. When um, Tiss said he was going to do an episode on dreams, one of the first things that came into my head, and everyone's has this, um, when you're falling asleep and then you'll have like the start of a dream but then you're jolted awake, by falling over, or it's always something to do with like you're going to hit the ground mm. or some sort. What's up with that? Yeah, then you lose the your dream. Like, yeah, Aww. but they say you always wake up before you hit the ground, right? It's like yeah. boom, like the shock of like actually hitting the ground. You wake up. Um, I don't know what is up with that, and it's the same for like everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Falling, and they they say that if you or you're going to die in some way because I've had it when it's not necessarily falling, but like I've got shot or something like mm. that. Like I wake up before it actually hits me. Um, and they say that if you actually die, you hit the ground. That's like you you die in real life. It's like your heart skipping a beat. Yeah. I think that's bullshit. It is. So they say that like, you jolting away because your heart skipping a beat, and if you actually hit whatever. Because one time I had, I dro- I did die, in it, but it felt like I really died. 
and this has bothered me, right? So I won't go into the dream, it's like a long dream, but basically it ended with me getting stabbed and I was in like a war or whatever. But um, when I got stabbed, I could feel that feeling of like I was going to do that jumping thing, but it never came and everything just went black. And it was just black for hours. I was just in blackness for hours, like kind of... Hours? Kind of not, yeah, like it felt like it was like all night, like six hours oh, or something. Wow. And then when I woke up, I was so fucking shook up the next day because in my head I was so sure like I was dead or something. And I was going on holiday the next day and I just remember being in the back of the car because it was like we were driving. And I just remember just... I didn't really talk to anyone all day. I was with my grandparents. I was just sat in the back of the car. Like, that was so fucked up. <laughs> um, I was probably about 15, 16. And that... I still think about that because it was just like blackness for hours. Hmm. And that really scared me. That does sound horrible. Yeah, I've had something similar. It was quite recently, actually. But yeah, just exactly like that. But I was... Um... I think I was in like a back seat of a car mm. and out of nowhere someone just shot me in the face and yeah I was just expecting to wake up but yeah. it just went completely black yeah but yeah, this one really weird. only felt f- like I don't know two two minutes or something yeah. but yeah hours must have been it was it, I just I always it, remember yeah. it like it's such a like the, the, the banana hands thing like I always remember it they're the two things I always remember mm. in terms of dreams just blackness yeah this is something that happened to me only like about two weeks ago okay have you ever had it like that? So you're just falling asleep and it feels like in your head someone shouts in your face and you're suddenly like, bam. Sure it always sounds like someone's shouting my, shouting my name. Like I feel like I'm just falling asleep, not even like dreaming yet. Like I'm just laying there with my head on the pillow and it's black and it's just like someone shouts my name in my face. Yeah, and I it, get, like I jolt up. Hmm. I get, yeah, I get that. I get like uh, almost like street sounds, like almost like, yeah, a, I get that like as a well. really, like a car is just, you know, like a Doppler effect. The car's just going, and then yeah, yeah just mm. wake me up. But yeah, I just get like really weird sounds. Mm. I think that's probably that is you just falling asleep, going into dream state, and I think that's just your brain constructing some kind of crazy sounds. For me, it's always so loud, like it, it, but jolt, it's, it's just like, for a split second bam, as well. Like it just sounds like someone's shouting and right in me, like ah. Have I had that? <laughs> no, it oh, really? Say. I think yeah. Like <laughs> I thought everyone had that. It's just <laughs> That's what it's talking about. It is it. just when you're when you're just really tired and mm. you're getting into that dream state and your brain yeah, has to construct it does, I must something. Say, it yeah, it does happen when I am really but tired. The when your body jolts like you you're barely falling asleep, you're like you're dozing off, and then yeah. it jump like you, your whole body goes. Yeah, I think that's because. I can't remember. I was watching a I was watching like a documentary and they were explaining that it's it's something to do with your your brain falling asleep much faster than like, your body's prepared for it. Oh, so it's like right, your body's okay. way of going, well, hang on, well, hang on. It's like, it's like, it slows it right down. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why that would be, why your body would do that. I guess your but... body's got to wind down yeah. when you go to sleep. And if you're so tired, your brain is almost like winding down before your body is wound down to that sleep state. So it jolts yeah. your brain awake so it has more time to go down. Or something mm. makes that make sense to me. Mm. Don't know if it's it's horrible though, isn't it? It's, I hate it. When it when it happens, it's really really unsettling. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. What about you, Tess? Tess, do some talking. Yeah. When I say what about you, I mean, what about you? Anything? Because <laughs> we've got a limited amount of mics, I'm kind of leaving the conversation to sort of. Well, I'm going to step back a little bit then. Okay. Um, yeah, I always have that jolting thing. Yeah. Always. I'll uh, I'll be I'll be having a nap, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll be like. I don't know, playing football or something, and I'll fall over, and I'll be like, Bleh! or I'll be like standing, I'd, or I'll get stung by a bee, and then wake up. And I used to get a lot of the insect stuff on my pillow, 
Like what I used to that? wake up and there'd be spiders all over my pillow. I'd be like, what? In real life? No, no. Oh. So you'd wake up from your Where dream. Where are you sleeping? And uh, when I was a kid, I used to steal like biscuits out of the biscuit tin. Like mum isn't listening to this. In real life? Um, <laughs> yeah, in real life. <laughs> in real life. <laughs> Imagine the most I could do it in a dream. That's the high. That's the big dreams. Um, and so unimaginative. So I'd, I'd sometimes stash lucid them. Dream of stash them under the pillow and I'd fall asleep. You would stash them under your pillow. Sometimes. What? Why? Well, because I've eaten too many. And then, (laughs) well, fucking. (laughs) I like that now. Yeah, cheers. In hindsight, but so sometimes I'd wake up under your head. Well, sometimes I'd wake up and just be like, "Oh, I've got another biscuit under there." (laughs) (laughs) I'd go to eat it, but it'd be gone. Because I would have dreamt. That was your title. Because I would have dreamt. I would have dreamt that I'd gone down to nick the biscuits. <laughs> what do you think of that? It was definitely worth giving you the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Biscuit under your pillow. So. Wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> he tells that ridiculous story. So, and he's like, so what do you think of that? Like we're gonna have <laughs> yes, something intelligent. We're gonna to have say an intellectual that. thing to say. <laughs> I think so, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was seven. <laughs> specific age. <laughs> so wait, wait, hang on, Tiff. So teen. Tiff. So you'd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you. All right. So you just before you go to bed, you you all feel a bit peckish. I can't discuss my tactics, but um... no, no, no. But I'm just talking through it. So you go. Yeah. You you get ready to go to bed. And you like, I feel a bit peckish. No, no, so no. You, no, no, no. Well, so you just... Now, when you're a kid, you stay awake all night. That's what happens. No, I didn't. Okay, well, I didn't. So I would sneak down while my parents were watching TV at, like, 10 o'clock. Right. <laughs> I'd creep to the biscuit barrel. They definitely barrel. knew you were doing it. I'd creep to the biscuit barrel. How many I'd... times did you do this? Uh, sometimes twice a night, it depended. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Your dad got home more. Sometimes. I bought two packs of bourbons last night. <laughs> going yeah. On? I'd be in the biscuit barrel. What? I'd be taking five at a time. Five at <laughs> for a seven-year-old. That's quite a sizable amount. I, that's more than I eat now. Really? I don't. Fuck off. Biscuits I'll are too fattening. Oh, it depends what I'm having. If I have bourbons, I usually go for two. I've got really a limit. I, if I, I go biscuits, for it's always two biscuits. If you, what, if, what, even if it's like, even if it's like nice or malt milks. Oh, malted milks. I got a bit of a weakness for. It, I'll tell you that. Because I love them. Nice. I love them. Tea or coffee. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> you should put that on the back of the wrapper. <laughs> That's the best tagline ever. Mullet milk, tea or coffee. Fucking brilliant. So um, on the biscuit note, yes, I'm have thinking. You, well, have I didn't know. I've I've gone through my notes. I had. I didn't know if anyone else. Um, no, I'm all good to be honest. We've we've covered pretty much everything I was going to cover anyway. Should we have a little recap, maybe? Yeah, lucid yeah. dreaming. Well, what I'll do is I'll put some of this stuff on the blog as well. Yeah. Um, any anything we've mentioned tonight, all our film recommendations. <laughs> yeah. Biscuits. Biscuit recommendations. Inception. Gremlins. Gremlins. Inception. Gremlins. Another good film. Gremlins. A Christmas film. Gremlins. 
Yeah. So just in time for Christmas. This will be coming out like two days before Christmas as well, this episode. Oh, really? So, oh yeah, so Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Well, not that's yet, a thing, two days it? before. Huh? Two days before. Yeah. Don't get excited. Oh, sorry. Christmas shit. Too soon. Two sleeps. Merry Christmas in two time. days. Merry Christmas from... Uh, Oh, I'm going to say that at the end. So, okay. anyway, we're going to wrap it up. You're going to... Uh... Yeah, should we do like a little yeah, recap? Yeah, do a little recap and then I'll do the um, right. endings. So, uh, yeah, lucid dreaming. Uh, key, uh, key practices. Probably a dream journal is probably the most important thing. If you don't want to get really into it, it's always good just to jot down whatever you remember and come up with some kind of pattern. And it's just nice to just, you know, be being able to look back and just remembering your dreams. Because they do, they will fade if you don't write them down. Mm. Uh, another one is uh, like Inception, having your own totem, and this doesn't have to be a physical thing. It could be a sound, it could be an action, it it could be whatever you want, as long as you do it frequently in real mm. life. And yeah, so and yeah, it doesn't need to be one thing. It could be more than one thing. So it's probably better if you do more than one, can, so you can broaden it out. So then that's more of a more of a chance to happen in your dream. The other one is an optional one after tonight. <laughs> um, inducing sleep paralysis. Very scary. But once you start, I mean, trying to enjoy it, I wouldn't say I've enjoyed it. But, you know, once you're kind of cool with it, it is a good way to make your dreams a lot more vivid. And, yeah, just, again, to be able to uh, write something in your dream journal in detail. And the last one, which is which is one, yeah, one if you you know don't have much to do the next day, uh, setting an alarm during the night uh, to just to wake up, just to go back to sleep. And I'd I'd say probably three hours apart because you want to be able to get into the REM sleep. What you really try and do with the alarms is trying to wake yourself up during REM sleep because that's when you remember it most. And if you go back to sleep after you've just woken up from that state, then your dreams will become a lot more vivid. And yeah, those are the four key ones. There are a lot, there are a lot more, uh, a lot more training, training that you can do. You just need to search for it because a lot of people do it and it's different for everyone and everyone has their own kind of thing to bring to it. So Hmm. I would say it's really opened my eyes. I didn't, I am, I know I'd heard of lucid dreaming, but I didn't know, Really, anything about it? No, I didn't. No, it's I didn't nice. Anything about it at all? And it's your show. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like this was the easiest show for you to host ever because you got to sit back in your chair. Yeah, definitely. Karim <laughs> <laughs> no is hosting this. You haven't done any hosting. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm outsourcing. I'm not. I'm glad you've invited me. It's been fun. So, like I say, I'll put uh, a lot of this stuff on the blog. That's Weird Tales and the Unexplainable.blogspot.com. Um, email us about anything we've been getting some really great emails and contact recently so keep them coming if it's a story or just to say you like the show or to say you hate us whatever just unexplainableuk at mail.com uh, we love getting all your emails and if you want to help out the show you can donate it's on the on the blog there's a donate button or you can just tell people about it you know put it on twitter share it around because that's great if you can um, tell someone else about it they might tell someone else and then we get more and more listeners and the more listeners we get the better we can make the show and the best place to listen to us is iTunes you can subscribe there um, and we're on Podomatic and everything else but subscribing is the best thing cool yeah oh, um, right. and by the time you listen to this it'll only be two days till Christmas or you might be listening to it afterwards in which case you'll get a nice one so 
Merry Christmas from Weird Tales, Adam Tinselton, <laughs> Bauble Shoyer, and Turkey. <laughs> and massive thanks to Karim for basically hosting this episode. Yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks dude. Huge it's been awesome. Karim, thanks for having me. Making my life a lot easier. Wait, I'm going to say because this is the last one before Christmas. So I just want to say um, I'm away for a month after Christmas, but we're going to record a couple of episodes before I go. So they'll be going up after Christmas. I think this is probably going to go up the week of Christmas. Then you might have a bonus episode or not the week after. Then we'll have one in the middle of Jan and then one at the end of Jan. Then I'll be back. So we have to pre-record a couple. But Beef will be doing the first one in the new year. Are you getting that ready? Yeah. Yep. Cool. And then we're all, that's all. That's it, isn't it? That's it. Okay, cool. Go on. Cool. Yeah. 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 Ready for the tagline? I'm ready. I'm so ready. Come on. Remember, stay dreamy. Oh. Mm. Until next time, keep dreaming. Dream you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.